0: two geeks two beers episode 37 2017 a year in geek
1: Incident. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Mm. Well, hello. <clears throat> uh, welcome to a Two Geeks, Two Beers special. Mm. It's episode 37 where we take a geeky gander back at the year that it was. It's our 2017 rundown, the year in Geek. <louderhalb> as I was, seriously, as I was making my notes for this episode, I was like, can we put that in the background <laughs> or is that like, you know, infringement? Yes, yeah.
0: so we, didn't, we didn't think of doing this in. Previous years, but I feel like it's it's a good
1: idea. We should we should look back at the last twelve months. A nerdy retrospective. Yeah. Well, I'm Morgan, and joining me is a pal for all seasons. <laughs> it's Tom. Hello. All right. Yeah. Good year in general. Yeah. 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 Lots of changes. Lots of things going on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Not as. Uh, depressing as last year I don't think in uh, terms of it's uh, been quite depressing it's been quite depressing not, year. not as bad it's, it's in a different way yeah yeah, yeah. Um, just continuing the theme from last year yeah
1: well um, mm. on, on that point to the beers yeah because um, that's what gets us through mm-hmm. so I'm pretty proud of this one yeah because you know we're doing a you know a year in geek kind back. of re- retrospective. It's like, well, what do you have for that? What we have is apparently one of the beers of the year. Yeah. Which, with my accent, is not easy to say. According to the Independent. According to the Independent, yeah. uh, this is the second best beer <laughs> of the year. Not the best. We couldn't. The get best the we best could best. find. And that was within our budget. Yeah. It's uh, number two. It's Magic Rock Inhaler Session IPA, which I have a, so- a fondness with because I carry an inhaler with me. Nice. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) apparently, Magic Rock is a brewery with its finger on the booze pulse. Mm. Uh, this drink is super fruity, super ripe, super juicy, and super drinkable. Bring breathe it in. Cheers! Cheers. Now, if I was going to drink the second best beer of the year,
0: that's what it should taste like. That is
1: that is ripe. Yeah, well, 2017, of course, saw. The Women's March against Donald Trump. Yeah. Rising tensions between the US and North Korea. A royal yeah. engagement. The discovery of a new species of orangutan. <laughs> Didn't <that>? know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Oh, I was, was like, yeah. so they found a new one. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not going to be talking about any of that. <laughs> no, we're going to be debating the real hot topics. I'm not talking about Prince Harry at all? Afraid not, mate. Oh, no, okay. that's another podcast. Okay. Tom and Morgan's uh, showbiz sidebar. Showbiz countdown. <laughs> that's coming. Our showbiz sidebar podcast yeah. is coming in 2018. No, we're going to be talking about the real hot topics here. Can the Doctor be a woman? Was Logan really better in black and white? And just how bad was Henry Cavill's CGI face in Justice League? Spoiler. Pretty, it's pretty bad. Pretty fucking bad. Yeah. Uh, now, before we get started, I just want to say these are our own personal highlights yeah. and indeed lowlights of the year. Sort of
0: related to what we've talked about in the past in our show. And yeah. This sort of thing you can imagine us talking about.
1: But, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break with tradition and say, so if we've missed anything or anyone yeah. off... Send us a tweet, yes, uh, two geeks cast on Twitter, uh, or an email to let us know. Podcast at two geeks two beerscom If you think there's anything that we should have included, let us know. So January, <laughs> ba, 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 ba. <laughs> so January the first, mm-hmm. uh, Sherlock series four launched oh, on BBC was One that this year to an audience of over 11 you million. Went, we
0: went to the cinema to see didn't we? Uh, no, 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 that wasn't even this year. That was the one with the weird. Um, Victorian special,
1: wasn't it? That was the Abominable Bride. Oh God! Yeah, so that was what, that three was years 20, ago. 20, no,
0: that was twenty
1: fifth. Okay, I feel better now. I feel like I he, felt he weird. That was this year. Anyway. No, but no, the most recent series of Charlotte was this year. But I feel like at this point, I have, uh, it's a bad start. I have no opinion on that because it felt it feels like so long ago. I can't remember what happened. What happened?
0: Oh, it was Toby Jones and all that Toby, Toby Jones and and the um, sister and, and Yeah, and the, yeah the, the long lost sister yeah, was fine. it was fine It was fine, I didn't hate it It was just you it, could... it, it got really good at the very end When they were like Yeah, we're bros again We're, we're running through <laughs> the Yeah But fuck that We're not going to see that now No It got too up his own arse I think is what
1: you could say for more incisive commentary like that, stay with us for this episode. I, say, I don't really know how I felt about that, it was just a bit, eh. Up was an ass. Yeah, yeah.
2: My Baker Street boys, Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson.
1: Uh, January 12th, uh, William Peter Blatty, author of The Exorcist, sadly died, uh, aged 89. I would say check out The Exorcist TV series if you've not what seen it. What about the live show? You wouldn't see that as well? Also, yeah, the stage production at London's Phoenix Theatre. Yeah. Both come Two Geeks approved. <laughs> they can't match the movie, obviously. <laughs> yeah. It's classic. Yeah. But check out the TV show. Check out, if, if you listen to this in time, check out the stage production. It is it's, it's strong. I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. Uh, January 13th, I'm blazing through. The Crystal Maze was confirmed to return for a new series. Yes. Hosted by Richard Ayoade after a special episode hosted by Stephen Merchant. Revived the classic game show for the first time in over two years. Now, I love The Crystal Maze. Yeah. I haven't watched any of it I haven't nah, watched any of the new stuff
0: it was one of those things where um, when it was first announced and everything and when they brought back the experience you can go and try out yourself mm. it was like everyone loved it it was doing really well like everyone was obsessed about it but then when it actually came back on TV it was like oh is it back is it anyway. yeah uh, but it was I watched a couple and it is, it's right. it is fun and he is bloody brilliant if anything I prefer him to Richard uh,
1: O'Brien which that mean. is come on that is Honestly,
0: honestly he's, he's obviously Richard O'Brien is incredible but yeah. he he, has, he brings something different to it, and I think it, it works.
1: Yeah. Do not let yourself out. This is my one job. It's my one job, Richard. It's super... Get in there. Don't deny me the... Please, this is the only thing I'm receiving a fee for. If they find out that people can let themselves in and out of doors, (laughs) I could be replaced with a gas. January 19th, Miguel Ferrer uh, died, aged just 61. Yeah, I mean, if there's one quote
0: from him that we have to repeat. I've written it down, because I knew you were going to say it, go on.
1: War, it's fantastic. fantastic. Yes, his classic quote from Hot Shots Pot Deux.
0: Let's just hear him do it properly.
1: War, it's fantastic. Uh, his breakthrough role was as uh, OCP Vice President Bob Morton in the original Robocop. He also has another great line in that, where he, he's, <laughs> he's talking to Robocop as he's being built, and he says, you're going to be a bad motherfucker. The way he draws yeah, like right, that line yeah. is so good. Yeah. Bad motherfucker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> again, let's hear the real deal. You're
2: going to be a bad
1: motherfucker. <laughs> uh, January 20th, I've just put this in for myself. Uh, saw the release of Triple X, The Return oh of Xander Cage. that this year? Yeah. We uh, love that. It was made for us. That was a film no one in the world no. was looking forward to as much as me in particular, because yeah. we both love our Fast and Furious yeah. movies. But I have a particular affection for the original Triple yeah. uh, I had genuinely been waiting 15 years of my life for that film. It was every bit as ridiculous as Vin Diesel has far too much I power. I never
0: thought I'd be so excited to see Ice Cube appear. On. Is it Ice Cube or Ice-T? Ice, T? Ice, Ice Cube. Cube, it's Ice Cube. When he appeared on screen, like yes, Ice Cube. Even though i would never seen the second film,
1: which no, he leads, you haven't seen Triple X: The Next Level. Nah, no, don't need to. No. But we like it when, even 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 In a sequel we don't yeah. care about. We yeah. like it when things link yeah. up because we're because we're massive nerds. It's like yeah. yeah. So the the third Triple X movie sort right. of retroactively made the second one more better yeah. than it actually was.
2: Xander Cage, this is crazy. I was at Coachella and Guns N' Roses got back together, but this is way cooler. <laughs> Hmm.
1: Take your time. I know mouth to mouth if necessary. <laughs> January 25th. Uh, sadly, John Hurt passed yeah. away, age 77. David Lynch described Hurt as simply the greatest actor in the world. Of course, he was... Uh, I, I mean, it's John Hurt. People yeah. know who John fucking Hurt is. But cult-wise, he was uh, famously the victim in Alien's famous chestburster scene. He was also in Harry Potter, Hellboy... Uh, v for Vendetta, Merlin, and of course, he was the War Doctor in Doctor Who. Oh, yes. Of
2: course, I suppose it makes sense. Wearing a bit thin. I hope the ears are a bit less conspicuous this time.
0: I do really like that. You pause it and you do briefly see Eccleston's face. They yeah. did make an effort. There's a little
1: bit. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit of Eccleston. There's yeah. a hint. There's a hint of Eccleston there. Yeah. And then another Doctor Who moment, a big one, to cap off the month. Uh, January 30th, 2017, uh, Peter Capaldi announced his decision to leave Doctor Who. his decision. At the end of the year. Officially. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. On paper it's his decision.
0: You uh, bow out after this series.
2: I will. This, oh, really? This will be the end for me.
0: Wow, how do you feel uh, about
2: that? Um, I feel sad. Um, I love Doctor Who. Uh, it's a fantastic programme to work on, and it's uh, been a huge pleasure to work with a family. Mm. Really, I mean, I can't, as I say, I can't praise the people I've worked with more highly. But I've always been somebody that did a lot of different things. Uh, I've never done one job for three years. This is the first time I've done this, uh, and, and and I feel it's sort of time for me to move on to different
1: challenges this will be the end for me <laughs> Peter man breaking my heart Yeah. so on to February uh, February the 2nd Chris Marshall announces he'll be leaving BBC One's laid-back treat Death in Paradise. Sparking rumours that he
0: will replace Peter Capaldi as the new Doctor Who. I know, for good, most of the year people assumed that was going to happen. Total
1: nonsense. Yeah, where did that happen? Why? Because, I think, simply because of the proximity of those two events. The fact that Peter Capaldi announced he was leaving. A couple of days later, Chris (coughs) Marshall announces he's leaving his big hit show. Well, clearly he must be segueing into Doctor Who. I felt really bad for Chris Marshall because everyone was, like, hating
0: on him. Everyone was like, oh, another white guy. I'm like... It had nothing to do with this. I'm, I'm literally just living my life.
1: Imagine Chris should sitting there going, "I'm not actually up for no. it, guy. Just yeah. I'm oh, uh, no
0: handling very good. <laughs>
1: just saying, good replacement. You're a fan of you yeah. fan of Arden. Good,
0: good Death in Paradise fan. Right? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You. Uh...
1: Well, so. I, I I want to get out there. My, my my thing, which is I want to do. I want them to do. Oh yeah! So, so like the three doctors. Like the three doctors. So, yeah. Doctor Who fans will know of the three doctors were William Hartnell, Patrick Crouch, and John Pertwee yeah. all team up. I want them to do the three detectives with this is so niche, yeah. but with the three detectives from Death in Paradise. So you could have um, Chris Marshall returns, yeah. teaming up with Arlo Alderman. Hammond's third detective. But you need like a, what, a videotape. But. Or? In Three Doctors, William Hartnell was too ill to participate in studio recordings so he was only in it through little clips on screen so you could have Ben Miller has recorded like some tapes and they watch so it For my future replacements Exactly! And it's, it, it could be the same, it's The Three Doctors If nothing else, just do it for a comic relief special The I'd, Three Detectives? I'd be well up for that. Come on, yeah. I think that's a great idea uh, February the 5th, 24 Legacy that sort of came and went I told the, you, didn't I? <laughs> You I did. I, I told predicted you it. when we made the twenty-four episode, I was like, yeah. "No one
0: will care. It will be one-season wonder. No one will give a shit." Mm. Totally right. You were. You were. You were right. Yeah, it's I not often that right. happens, but yeah, you were it does right. happen every
1: Uh February seventh, Battlestar uh, Galactica star Richard Hatch, oh, yeah, uh, sadly passed away. I was lucky enough to speak to uh, Richard Hatch uh, back in twenty fourteen. Uh, the recording is not of the best quality, but I have a a, a transcript here. At the time, there were rumors, as always there are, of another maybe Battlestar Galactica movie or something along those lines, and uh, and Hatch said, I don't think this story has been fully explored. It's a never-ending plethora of dramatic possibilities. There's a vast dramatic topography (laughs) to explore, and the audience can't get enough. They're hungry for more. Glad I did that interview. Uh, First of all, obviously, to speak to Richard Hatch, but secondly, to be introduced to the phrase, a vast dramatic topography. I don't think I've ever used I don't think I've ever used the word Topography in Topography sentence. Yeah Unless I'm reading it out like you just did Maybe you should <laughs> Maybe, maybe you should uh, February 8th uh, Legion The mind-bending X-Men spin-off Starring Dan Stevens yeah. Launched on FX I went to like
0: There was a, a launch for that In mm. London And I went to it I didn't really know what it was all about mm. And it was just Just bonkers <laughs> like um, Much like the show And then like Jonathan Ross came to make it look like he was there to feel like photos yeah. later on the next day. Yeah. But he turned up for like five minutes left but probably paid a thousand pounds to do that.
1: <laughs> you turned up for free, mate. Yeah. Who's, the, who's the real mug?
0: Oh, yeah. What's it about? I so, <laughs> get it.
1: So, is it in the
0: same continuity as the film?
1: Ah, oh, it's so complicated. Is I it? Mean, is it too boring to even say? You can leave it if it's too it's, boring. It's, no, I mean, I mean, they haven't, they've sort of said it is but they've sort of said it isn't. Uh, X-Men don't know what they're doing. Though, X-Men do they? doesn't know what it's yeah. doing but. I mean they've rebooted the X-Men franchise within the same franchise within the same film about about three times already <laughs> I mean, it can be if you want it to be oh, right. if you want it to be it has it can been a be. success this, this show? yeah it's been renewed for a second oh, season yeah. and they actually brought in a, a classic X-Men villain uh, the Shadow King oh, in right. the first season it was actually a pretty interesting watch uh, February the 10th two very different movies uh, hit the multiplexes the Lego Batman movie <laughs> which yeah. was a lot of fun definitely fine really yeah. enjoyed it yeah Uh, certainly the best Batman movie we've had in in a long time and uh, also and I've I've put at this point just let Tom talk uh, John Wick (laughs) chapter 2
0: yeah was this to be had he already done the Keanu Reeves episode at this point I can't remember if we'd already talked about it honestly I can't remember
1: let's have a look let's have a look January so shortly before before the release of John Wick chapter 2 so
0: we hadn't seen it at this point I don't think um well, yeah, brilliant. I mean, you you were a bit like you thought it had gone a bit too. Big.
1: My, my 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 thinking was that John Wick is pretty much a perfect movie for what yeah. it sets out to do. It's it's really it's the action is amazing. Keanu is obviously amazing. It's so tight that movie. It's mm-hmm. like it's a good length. Like everything about it, like from the act, the way the actions choreographed to the plotting, it just it just rockets along. And I felt like John Wick Two was they went make that again, yeah. but have a bit more money. Yeah. And so it was. Brilliant. Great. Brilliant but watch. it was it was a bit flabby and a bit yeah. a bit too big and a bit too silly. And yeah. it's gonna get even bigger
0: with the next films that come yeah. out and all But
1: this but but that's me like saying say, you know, all it? that being said, <laughs> it was I had great it was a time watching John Wick. It was a lot Very well made and he's
0: brilliant in it. And um, I remember at the time, like, I was meant to interview... For a while, it was, mm. like, an, an option for me to interview Keanu. And I was yeah. like, oh, my God, it's incredible. i could retire tomorrow. <laughs> and at the last minute, it got cancelled. And I ended up interviewing um, Chad Stahelski, whatever his name is, the director. And it was mm. great, but it's not it's not what I wanted.
1: <laughs> I wanted it's not, Keanu. It's not, it's not what you wanted. Yeah.
2: I'd like to see the manager. How good to see you again so soon, Mr. Wick.
0: Shall I announce
2: you? Yes, please.
0: I'm sure you might go onto to it. Like, all the... the um, the scandals we've had this year of like sexual abuse and all this and men being horrible. Wasn't planning
1: on getting onto it but go
0: on. <laughs> but I'll mention it now then. Um, <laughs> you know, Spacey and everyone else but then like at the time everyone was like but Keanu's really nice and it was like a, a whole story about how Keanu just took a go on a date and it was really great.
1: Well there was, a, there was a response to all the horrible stuff that's been happening in the yeah. news of uh, of, of- Anyone got any nice stories? Anyone got nice celebrities? celebrities? And Keanu is famously, I think we talked about it in the Keanu episode, famously nice. And um, I'm trying to think who it was now, but someone singled out Pierce Brosnan and was like, Bronholm's (laughs) a great guy. Yes, (laughs) yes. Uh, February 25th, uh, sadly. Bill Paxton. Yeah. Passed away. He's just 61. That's no age. We
0: did a tribute for him in one of our... We did. Our we did we did a full episode. tribute
1: in a previous episode. Yeah. But of course, a cult icon from his roles in The Terminator, Weird Science, <laughs> Aliens, Predator 2, Twister. Twister. And uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. more recently. Mm. Cheers, Bill. On to March. Uh, March 3rd brought us Logan, which was uh, Hugh Jackman's final outing as Wolverine. Still haven't seen it. Still haven't seen it, mate. That's shocking. Yeah. That it's shocking.
0: It didn't appeal to me at all.
1: Right, we'll get on to this. So it was his yeah. final outing after playing the character in nine films over 17 years. It chronicles uh, the character's final days in a dystopian, not-too-distant future and his relationships with the young clone, X-23, and a Professor X who is not quite in possession of all his faculties. Why didn't it appeal to you? And I, and I know why, because I felt the same initially. <clears throat> it just looked really wanky, um, for one. <laughs> Um, it's weird because Well know, I, I'll interrupt you like, Just because I haven't actually seen Logan I watched You watched the black and white version Logan Noir Fuck me Which if anything is even more wanky I think um, It's weird because on one hand You know what I've said before
0: In the James Bond episode I really mm. wanted like I really want them to do Just one off films That stand are, out, Stand outside yeah. of Franchise
1: continuity But
0: with this one They didn't say They didn't really explain what it was properly and it annoyed Mm. me. They never really said, yeah, no, treat this as a completely one-off thing. It's still Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart, but just don't, it's nothing to do with the other. They didn't explain it properly. So you go there thinking, is it still, it's not explained what it is and it annoys me.
1: (laughs) Having said all that, it's, yeah, it's really good. It's really good, yeah, mate. You gotta I'm watch sure, it. I'm sure it's, will. You, you will like it. It's, it's just, really good. It's, it's really well made. It's just too
0: confusing the X Men franchise now. It's just like I'd have any take it. Take
1: it. Take it as a standalone. Yeah, it is. It's really. Okay. You gotta watch Logan, mate. The guy telling
2: you to get back in your nice truck, go play Okie dickhead somewhere else. Hey, Carl. It looks like Mister Monson hires some muscle. Looks that way. He's a friend of mine. Friend with a big mouth. I hear that a lot. And you probably hear this, too. More than I'd like. And you know the drill. I'm gonna count to three, and you're gonna start walking away. Yeah, right rights to this one. One. I have a lawyer now. Two. Three. Uh, uh. You yeah, alright, boss?
1: <clears throat> you know the drill. You know, anyway. It's really In black good. and white or colour? Well, I'm gonna, I, well, maybe we'll do it together because I want to re watch it in colour just to yeah. see what I missed. You know when a film has reach wank levels, when uh, certain film crews are like,
0: yeah, you know, it's 10 totally better black and white, yeah. It's the same with fucking Mad Max. Like, Fury Rose. Yes, it's a really good film, but it's so much than black and white.
1: Oh, fuck you. Something's so wanky. Why should be so wanky about it? I'm putting it out there as well. It was, it's not from this year, but Mad Max was only okay. It was only okay. Uh, no, I enjoyed it, but mm. again,
0: like people went over and above and beyond
1: if, loving it. If right, if 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 you ask people what they liked about a film, they can only name one moment yeah. over and over again. That's that's a, that's a little bit of a clue. And you say, "What did you like about Mad Max Fury Road?" And they go, "Oh, the guy with the guitar. The guy with the guitar, <laughs> and it was on fire. The guitar was a, he had a guitar, and it was on fire." Thing, if you put Fate in the Furious in black and white, it would look great. <laughs> You know? I'm not sure it would look all that classic. It would look better. Everything but, better, everything's yeah. better in it's black like and when white.
0: You do any sort of filter on your phone, it looks cool in black and white. <laughs> that's that is well, that's so true. You <laughs> take a photo of a fat bloke in a weather spoons having a cigar and it will look good in black and white.
1: that is so true actually. Putting make putting movies into black and white is the cinematic equivalent of a wanky face of an Instagram filmmaker. Yeah, exactly. It is, that really is yeah. true. Well, Logan was good. You're wrong.
2: Yeah,
0: and I'll I'll tweet from the two Geeks account once I've finally seen it. Yeah. and give you my opinion. So March
1: tenth, right? This is a bit of a uh, a Mandela effect. Okay, <laughs> so, so March March tenth, Kong Skull Island came out. Right, I remember that film sort of. sort of coming and going with very little fanfare. Yeah, no one really cared. Turns out, according to Wikipedia, Wikipedia, the film was a critical and commercial success, grossing over 566 million worldwide against its 185 million budget. A crossover sequel, Godzilla vs. Kong, is set for release in 2020. I, I, I remember no one liking that film and no one really caring, but apparently... They liked it. They made a shit ton of money. But is this one of those films that it does really well in China or something? Do you know what I mean? What? Well, it, it who cares? It made a lot of money. And like it's uh, like a pac- Pacific Rim did really well in China. No one mm. cared anywhere it else. It, it's more the fact that apparently people liked Kong Skull Island. I yeah. remember. I remember it just being yeah. again a bit of a bit of a nothing it, it movie. It came out in the height
0: of everyone hating Tom Hiddleston because yeah, the, that's the, true. The Taylor Swift thing. That's true.
1: Um, and so everyone was like, oh yeah, whatever. On the on the roller coaster of Tom Hiddleston's career, where it's like oh, oh, oh going up, going up. Night Manager. Oh, Taylor my Swift. God, we want to Bond, Tyler Swift, no! Kong yeah. Skull Island came on, on a dip. It's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, March 17th saw the release of Marvel's Iron Fist on Netflix, <sighs> a series that marked the low point of the MCU until the uh, <laughs> humans arrived six short months everyone later. Yeah,
0: loves Iron Fist now, Yeah, oh, mate, can we watch a bit of Iron Fist? Yeah. Please, please. That brilliant gif of uh, everyone in, in the... Um, the Defenders. The Defenders fighting each other. All a, fighting baddies and he's there in the background
1: just going, yeah. It's unfairly edited but there yeah. is an incredible gif if you can find it of Jessica Jones kicking ass Daredevil kicking ass Luke Cage kicking ass and Iron Fist is in the background it looks like he's just cheering yeah. them on <laughs> go guys, go! He's like waiting for his moment it never comes. Uh, badly cast. <laughs> M- March 24th this was weird saw the release of a, the Power Rangers movie Christ, was that this which, year? Yeah. Oh my but, god. Which should have should have been a big hit. Why wasn't it, like, global again, like, globally at yeah. least, that should have been a I big think hit.
0: it's because they did it in the same sort of way that they did, um, what was it called, the Fantastic Four, It just seemed a bit bleak and a bit, meh. Mm. It wasn't, like, the fun sort of camp of silliness, which it should have been. Perhaps. And I think, I've heard people enjoyed it. Apparently it was alright. Yeah, yeah, but not the... But I always thought it was a bit weird thing to reboot. Now I just don't think it was ever Mm going to work. It was always a bit.
1: Maybe they should have channeled a bit more of the spirit of uh, Alpha's magical Christmas. Christmas. Have a bit more of that in there. That's what we all. That's what we all loved. April fifteenth saw Doctor Who return to BBC One for its tenth series. Yeah. Shut up. You know I love it. Why, are you being, why would you do that? Why would you shit on Doctor Who? You know I love I it. I haven't seen
0: it, I can't comment.
1: And this was a particularly uh, strong series. Peter Capaldi's final series also saw poor Mackie uh, join the cast as new companion Bill Potts. I'll
0: tell you what,
2: let's just pop into my box. Your box? What could it get in your box Going to do? What an extraordinarily long and involved answer this is going to be.
0: How be getting in? We're trapped in here.
2: Nothing gets through these doors. Uh, They're made of wood.
0: They've got windows!
2: No, this is hard to believe. I know you're not exactly a sci fi person. Time and relative dimension in space. TARDIS for short. You're safe in here. You're safe in here and you always will be.
1: time I hear the TARDIS hum, I feel warm inside. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it was a strong series of Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, really strong first three episodes in particular with The Pilot, Smile and Thin Ice. Got strong ratings though, was it? Good ratings, mate. Fine. It's fine. Look, look, people watch on iPlayer. Yeah, it's they different times. They watch on BBC America. Globally, the ratings are still strong, yeah? yeah something else All <laughs> like, me- the Doctor Who come me- it's fine <laughs> it's fine don't look, look don't worry about look, it look catch up yeah and, and plus seven live ratings what, and- that's what
0: ITV always say about the X-Factor <laughs> it's yeah, like, exactly. no they're definitely still watching it I promise
1: do yeah, they though <laughs> we've talked about this before and this will probably get cut but you know you know that thing of how like what the ratings apparently are yeah. is only actually dictated by like five people. I know, in, like like a bloke in Grimsby, and it's and
0: so old-fashioned. Do you think there'd just be a way now where it would just it would be
1: automatic? But, but I always have these these theories about like because it's so what they do is they extrapolate. So it's like yeah, it's so, 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 so nonsense. So it's like oh, if if these three people are watching it, we're going to multiply that to mean yeah. three million. Bollocks. It's not quite that extreme, but but what if? those three people fucking love The X Factor. Yeah, exactly. And no one else in the country exactly. is, is watching it. What What if that's true? And so it looks like these shows have huge ratings, but actually it's just but weirdly with that sample audience. We
0: put a lot of trust in of like a handful of people being highly accurate with their... Because they literally have to write it down. Yeah, in, it, in a little book. Of what they've been watching. And what, <laughs> You've made that up. You don't know that. It is how it happens, pretty much. <laughs> And, like, if I had the job, <laughs> I know that I would just be really lazy and I wouldn't fill in everything. Yeah. Like, like matter of times you flick through. Do they get through. paid? They must get paid. I think so, but if we flick through, mm. how often do you do that? You're not going to go, oh, I watched uh, Channel 19 for five seconds. You're not going to put that in, are you?
1: So, I'm actually, kidding. Doctor Who's ratings are fucking it's enormous. Are really huge. Mammoth, but, uh, yeah. but, like, that bloke in Grimsby's not watching He it, doesn't really. like Doctor Who. No. no. He's like you. Uh, April, again, April 15th, uh, sadly, uh, Clifton James... Passed away Age oh. 96 Best known for his role Of uh, Sheriff J.W. Pepper Alongside Roger Moore In the James Bond films Live and Let Die And The Man with the Golden Gun
0: well, That was
1: a bizarre Decision
0: <laughs> What's to, that uh, J.W. Pepper his
1: character in it
0: Not only once But twice <laughs>
1: He was such a hit They brought him
0: back And all he did was go was Just being in the wrong place At the wrong time mm. Bizarre. Yeah. That's one of the weirdest things about James Bond history, I reckon, his his role.
1: He had, a, he had a, a great line in Live and Let Die, though, when there's like this big boat chase action sequence and Bond has destroyed everything, as he always does. And he says, uh, What are you, some kind of doomsday machine, boy? It's a good line. All right. Strong line. Yeah. What are you, Some kind of doomsday machine, boy. May 5th saw the release of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, the sixth highest grossing movie of the year, uh, making uh, $863.5 million. As we record this episode, at least. As we record this episode. We'll get on to why all of of these box office numbers are bullshit (laughs) at the end of the episode. I, I enjoyed it. I loved it. Yeah. yeah, it was great. I thought. I mean, again, I had the same problem with that I had with John Wick Chapter Two. If yeah. In the that first film is so good. Yeah. It, it, it ticks every box. Guardians Two is a bit bigger. Yeah. A bit sillier, a bit yeah. flabbier. It's not quite as tight. It's not. It not quite nail in yeah. the same way. But I remember us sat in the cinema and there's the final sequence set to Cat Stevens' father and son. Yeah. And it's and there's just like like multicolored fireworks going on and you were just sat there going. Look at the colours. Look at the colours, Morgan. You would never see these colours in a DC movie. Look how bright and shiny and fun it is. How drunk was I? Look at the colours. I remember, remember go. Like, Look at the colours. I felt like I was high, I do It was had Mr. Blue Sky in it, which is always a good Mr. Mr. Blue Sky yeah. was a great opening as well. You were yeah. high on the joy that was Guardians yeah. 2. Yep. May 12th, uh, Alien Covenant uh, came oh, yeah, out. Yeah, that happened. That happened. Uh, Divided audiences, but had actually had mostly positive did it? critical reviews, apparently. Yeah. yeah, fans were less impressed, but right. critics generally uh, liked it. I prefer the fans, mate. <laughs> I want to I I I hear what they have to say about it. We are the fans, mate. We're the, we're the voice yeah. of the fans. Yeah. 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 It, it, it did all right at the box office overall. Again, the kind of the global yeah. box office kind yeah. of saved it, but it, it didn't do that well in, in the, at Just the US. Kill it end it
0: there's no point no one cares anymore you've ruined it like Terminator you've ruined it you've mm. gone too far mm. like
1: it, you've had more shitty films than you've had good films now true but it's always gen- maybe not with the Alien franchise but generally it's always great when the creator comes back it's like people yeah. are still excited now for the next Terminator movie because it's like oh, Cameron's coming back and Linda Hamilton's coming back yeah. and sometimes that works sometimes it doesn't arguably with the Alien franchise Ridley Scott came yeah. back and it was like yeah Prometheus mate yeah, yeah, yeah. May twenty first, uh, Twin Peaks returned. Yeah, still not watched a
0: single second of Twin Peaks of any era. Really? So I'm useless. I think you. I think you'd hate it. I, I think <sighs> you would. Is it, is it too wanky? Is it too like? It's, it's ambiguous. It's and ambiguous and oblique, mate. Does 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 the latest season have a conclusion to what's going on? Well, it ends. No, but does it at least conclude what happened in the
1: previous incarnation? Yes. Yes, you, you. Yes, it does. It does reveal what happens at the end of. So fa- famously, season two of Twin Peaks ends with a cliffhanger. Yeah. How's Annie? Ends with a very famous cliffhanger. Yeah. Twin Peaks: The Return. I, 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 I admit I've I've seen all of classic Twin Peaks. I've yeah. not seen any of the Return. right. Oh. But from what I gather, it does resolve a lot of what was Bad. left hanging by that. But, but opened up. Oh home. my yeah. god. So, yeah, it, it just it ends, on, it ends on such an ambiguous note. It just, I
0: don't know. I mean, it's coming from someone who loves Lost. I, I, <laughs> this I, is I, the thing. I know. You, I just, you, it, you, you're shitting on
1: Twin Peaks and The Prisoner. It seems so
0: silly and so weird. I just don't know if I've got time for it. I need it to end. It's my thing of, if a show's ended and it yeah. has an ending, oh, I'll watch it from the start. It'd be great, great. But if it's just like, ugh, come on.
1: Well, we still don't know if Twin Peaks is over it because they're still rumours as to whether or not there'll be a a fourth season.
0: But it was a success then, wasn't it? It did well.
1: So it baffled fans all over again in the way that only uh, Twin Peaks can. The finale involved time travel, alternate universes, uh, doppelgangers, and seriously if you want to waste, I put here if you want to waste a day, if you want to waste a week, (laughs) go onto the internet and look up fan theories trying to explain (laughs) the Twin Peaks finale. Because I I, I got into it and I, I wasted like an hour. Just, try, I was, I was trying to like find it, like a, a, a clear explanation for what right. happens uh, for this episode, and I gave up because there's so many fan theories. You go on like a, like a, just like a YouTube clip of the final scene and scroll through the comments, and it's fascinating. What's the plural of, uh, of like thesis? Thesai. Thesis. Thes. Thesis. 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 Of 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 what actually happens at the end of Twin Peaks: The Return it's fa- that in in itself is fascinating. That appeals to me though. <laughs> if
0: I have to hear something like that, I'm like. You
1: love your fan Paradise. You would. <laughs>
0: I know. Where I'm at. For that. I would have did
1: the three detective special. Uh, May 23rd, of course. We paid tribute to him in a previous episode, but it, one of the ones that really hit me hard this year was yeah. uh, the passing of Roger Moore, Sir Roger Moore, uh, aged 89. James Bond, obviously, but the Saint, the Persuaders, and I brought it up actually at the time, but I want to bring it up again because it was the film he was most proud of, uh, the man who haunted himself, uh, a psychological thriller from 1970. Uh, in which uh, Roger's character is replaced by a doppelganger of himself. It was, uh, and I've got this in there. It was a critical and commercial failure at the time, but it's gone on to an a <laughs> cult following. Cult following. It's always a cult following. Which is the tagline of, yeah, yeah. of the Two Geeks Two beers podcast. Uh, Roger himself said of the film, "I look back with great affection on all my movies and television work. Among them all, many say my best role was in *The Man Who Haunted Himself*. Being a modest actor, I won't disagree." Aww. Cheers to Roger. One more time. Yeah.
0: Who
2: are you? Mm. Pelham. Oh, it's you. I told you about the phone call just now, Alex. Yes. Tell him. God tell him you know me. You must know me. But this is Mr. Pelham. What do you want with him? I am Pelham. I am Pelham. Don't shout. Shouting will get you nowhere.
1: Five months in, we're five months down. Uh, June, June brought uh, Wonder Woman, of mm. course, the seventh highest-grossing movie. I feel like of I'm being year. useless because I've just not
0: seen these <laughs> these big movies. I've just not seen Wonder why Woman. Why have you not? Why have you not been to the cinema this I year? I don't know. I, I guess I feel like I'm. I feel like Man. I feel like Marvel is Man United, and I support right. Marvel. Yeah. DC is Man City, and I just don't care. Right. And so, it takes a lot for me to. I got burnt once with Batman vs Superman. I'm out. Fair. I'm out. Fair. But I've heard good things about Wonder Woman. I'm 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 up. For, if
1: I have to see one, I'll choose Wonder Woman. You should see it. Yeah. It's a good movie, and that's that's key for me. It's yeah. a good movie. It's not a great movie. It's not like everyone was saying it was like the best movie ever made.
0: And like best superhero movie like, ever made.
1: And I understand why. Yeah. Because it's an important movie. Yeah. And I get and and I get that and I get why people went nuts for it. Yeah. Actually, it's 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 good, and it is it is a good movie. It's not a great movie. It's not quite as good as everyone said. That being said, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's and it feels very funnily enough after what you just said, it feels very Marvel. Yeah. It has it has action. You're not watching it. I'm like. Oh, jokes. They yeah, have <laughs> jokes in this movie. Ah, nice. And, um, good, good jokes. Yeah, actually, actually, good jokes, yeah. They have proper jokes and like and characters that... Are, mm. oh, likeable oh, characters. This, this oh, likeable characters. I actually like these people. This is novel. Likeable characters and mm. jokes and... and yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah, some, yeah relationships you invest in. And
0: watch the rest of the DC universe and just lose
1: interest. We'll get on to that. We'll get on to that. Wonder, but the point is, Wonder Woman, it's a low bar, yes, <laughs> but Wonder Woman is by far the best of the DC okay. movies and it's actually... It's a standalone movie. It's worth checking out just on its own esteem. Wonder yeah. Woman... <laughs> My hot take on 2017 is that Wonder Woman is good. <laughs> What's that? It's a watch.
2: A watch? Yeah, it's a, a watch. Tells time. My father gave it to me. Been through home back with him. Now it's with me and good thing it's still ticking. What for? Because it tells time want to eat, sleep, wake up, work. (laughs) You let this little thing tell you what to do.
1: Yeah. Uh, June June 7th. Uh, Now, (laughs) this is, I think, testament to how closely this guy was linked to his character. Mm. You were suggesting people we should talk yeah. about in this episode we should recall um, who've passed this year and and one was Andy Cunningham and I, and I had to and I was this, like who's, this, who's Andy Cunningham this saddened me more than most this one and I, I googled Andy Cunningham and of course he's Bodger <laughs>
0: yeah. from
1: Bodger and Badger oh. the classic kids show Bodger and Badger if I had a screensaver of my
0: mind mm. where I'm not really thinking about anything in particular yeah. it's the Bodger and Badger theme tune
1: do what it? Bodger,
0: badger, badger, Everybody badger. knows. Badger, badger loves, loves mashed, mashed Potato. That's <laughs> 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 where your brain goes. It's like that scene in uh, Bodger badger, Badger Bodger
1: and Badger Na na, 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 na. Bodger Everyone. and Badger and never far away. And it just continues, and continues It's like and it's and like, like that episode that scene in space where uh, Daisy, Jessica Stevenson's character, has uh, just the magic roundabout yeah. going through and I'm like duh, 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 duh. and yours is Bodger and Badger. I'll give you a, a quick summary if you don't know what Bodger Badger is. Yeah, if, if you're from America or something, you have no idea what Badger because is. Because every episode was the same. Yeah. Uh, the programme focused on the exploits of a handyman, Simon Bodger, apparently his name was Simon oh, right. Bodger, okay. uh, played by Andy Cunningham, and his pet badger. So, I, I must say, I've got this, this description from the Wikipedia page for <laughs> Bodger Badger, and <laughs> this, this page is, is a marvel, it's, incri- it, it's incredible. Simon Bodger and his pet badger, who has a penchant, Open brackets, some I say an obsession. Close brackets <laughs> for mashed potato. <laughs> open brackets, although this always seems to be the instant mashed potato, not proper mashed potato. Who's close? Oh, bro- close on, brackets.
0: Get, get the right mashed potato. Now. Very,
1: very fussy. Uh, <laughs> again, this is from the Wikipedia page. The series focused on Bodger's attempts to hide badger from figures of authority. <laughs> then
0: this is his fucking his imagination. No, it,
1: it says it's it own It says this was presumably for health and safety reasons. A badger would constitute a hygiene and safety risk. <laughs> I mean, they've looked so They've gone into this. Oh. So, so what would happen in every episode of Bodger and Badger was um, Bodger would, like, go to work doing his handyman business. Yeah. But then uh, Badger would show up, and Badger loved mashed potato, potato. as theme Jean told you. And he would always just get mashed potato everywhere. Yeah. He'd have a wooden spoon in his mouth and go, MASH POTATO! Well, why didn't Bodger just, just not have mashed potato in the house? I think bad no. I think Badger must just just find Actually, it from somewhere. He just goes to like his house goes. Yeah, goes to his co-op and gets some instant instant yeah. not proper mashed potatoes, yeah. instant mashed potatoes. And then they ruined it with Mousy, didn't they? Yeah. So later on, they brought in this character Mousie, who was sort yeah. of a, a scrappy do yeah. little cousin Scampy type the character. Romance. Got in the way of the romance. Yeah. Literally on this Wikipedia page, it says <laughs> Bodger was sort of phased out of the show. <laughs> to, <laughs>
0: Bodger was phased to, out to, to
1: focus more on the relationship oh. between Badger and oh, Mousie. No one wants it. We want the Bodger and Badger romance, mm. clues romance. Bromance, uh, June 9th. Now this is—I find this fascinating. June ninth saw the release of *The Mummy*, uh, a reboot of God the classic God. horror God. starring Tom Cruise. Uh, now this was intended to—so <laughs> <coughs> presumptuous. This whole thing it it, it, it its they have invented a whole new word for it: presumptuous. Um, <laughs> they know what I mean. Hugely presumptuous. That they. That they that this film was meant to spark uh, <sighs> a whole new shared cinematic universe you so arrogant called, the, called called the dark universe which would um, you'll watch it fuck here yeah exactly which was to, to bring together all the classic uh, uni- great idea universal monsters it's a great idea um, so the, the, do you remember they released that film a few years ago, twenty fourteen, Dracula Untold. Yeah, starring Luke, Luke Evans as Dracula. Yeah. That was meant to be the start of this, yeah. and then now they sort of uh, they says uh, since the film's released, the connection to Dark Universe was downplayed because <laughs> they were like, ah, don't, don't worry, don't worry about that Dracula movie, don't worry about that. But they should do now because Luke Evans is big now. Everyone loves Luke Evans now after beating the beast. He's a big deal. Yeah, bring it back. Bring it back. Well, I mean, they haven't officially cut it out, bring so they, it can, they can they, I can guarantee they can it, it. So Luke Evans is hot property now. They can push it back. So. This, this uh, shared cinematic universe Was meant to have a film starring Johnny Depp As the Invisible Man yeah. They were going to do a remake of Bride of Frankenstein uh, Coming out in 2019 With Javier Bardem mm. as Frankenstein's monster Angelina Jolie as the Bride of Frankenstein uh, But in October Universal decided, decided to postpone uh, The Bride of Frankenstein remake Which was I think going to be the next movie mm-hmm. To uh, allow more work to be done on the script And then in November uh, The Writers and producers Alex Kurtzman, best known for his work on the Star Trek franchise, and Chris Morgan, who's the writer of the That's Fast and Furious movies, that yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> they were sort of the the dudes who were going to take you know take on this dark uh, universe franchise and yeah. make it make it a big deal. They both departed the franchise; they both left that, <laughs> uh, leaving the future of the dark universe in doubt. It's just it's just an odd thing to do because they I remember they they just after one movie. After The Mummy came out which also starred uh, Russell Crowe as Mm -hmm. Dr Jekyll slash Mr Hyde Mm. they released this picture with Johnny Depp and Javier Bardem and they were like here they are all together the dark universe is going to happen it's just not going to happen no No. they got them all in a room together they went that far that's really weird like we are not experts we're not but if I was gonna give any advice to like Hollywood Bigwigs, it would be don't yeah. don't organise the photo shoot yeah. before you've got, you know, contracts so signed for your movies. Arrogant. Like uh, beginning of it's, this it is presumptuous, Tom. Uh, it uh, is presumptuous. Uh, at the
0: beginning of the mummy, it says Dark Universe. Really? In letters at the fu- the start of the film. Really? And it's like, how dare you? Have you seen the mummy? Bits of it, right? <laughs> and this is okay. Yeah. But compared to like the mummy of Brendan Fraser era, it's yeah. nothing. No. But it's it's I, like, I, that's an underrated movie. But man. it's like it's so presumptuous. It's so presumptuous. It, it's like all we need to do is release the mummy and hope for the best. And if mm. it if it tanks, oh well, never mind. Mm. Then we'll release Doctor
1: Doctor Jack or whatever and
0: oh. pretend it's nothing to do with that. But don't don't just assume people are going to love it and going to give go it every single film. It's like DC all over again.
1: Or Iron Man. Was a great movie, a great standalone movie, and they had a little scene at the end where it was like, "Oh, we're putting together the Avengers." But
0: they didn't say it arrogantly at the end. By the way, we're going to announce nineteen films. So what they do now, Mm. and it's no, just do it, do it organically, and hope, hope for the best. And if it's a success, awesome. don't just presume
1: well and you're just making fools of yourselves yeah
0: because you're going to fail now you look like idiots also like maybe plan all those movies yeah but But don't don't tell anyone secretly don't Don't tell us don't tell us us. sign all these contracts and deals we don't like make a big deal out of it just wait for the. and part of the contract is we'll wait and see if this film needs to make this sort of yeah budget, uh, yeah. not budget, uh, box office success mm. for them to do the next one. But don't be like, ah, oh, we're definitely doing it. Because now they're going yeah, to look alright. Yeah, no one cares.
1: Jim Carrey has a bunch of turds in his apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh.
2: Stan, knock it off. But it's just crap. No, they're penguins. Stop it.
1: It's Jim Carrey in whatever you'll pay to go see it. F*** <laughs> you. July 12th. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, June 21st saw the release of transformers the last night the oh, latest uh, film in the series right this this is the year
0: where uh, um majority of franchises there's franchise fatigue mm. because you're a bit of a box
1: office nerd aren't yeah
0: you? i am i love it so transformers movies up mm. until now mm. always did like amazing numbers most of them did over a billion and like the last one yeah. was the biggest success of that year whenever it was and so you assume 2014, on, yeah, I think so or think, or 2015 what you think it's always going to do well and this yeah. one barely scraped like what 300 million something like that yeah. it just did not succeed. it was the, it was the
1: lowest performing transformers movie yet also and get this with an approval rating of fifteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes, it is the worst-reviewed film of the Transformers series. That's think exciting. of that! That's think exciting. of that! Wasn't
0: the, it time travel and Winston Churchill and stuff?
1: And King Arthur. Oh, but the oh. worst, the worst-reviewed oh, oh, of all yeah, the Transformers
0: yeah. movies. I think that's. And Pirates well didn't do that well, did it? It no, did okay. Pi-
1: I think Pirates actually did all right at the yeah. box. It did all right at the box office. No, but again, it it'd normally do over like a billion, and this one didn't get near a billion. But I think that's just. Less people but, go into the cinema. Pirates yeah. is pirates for me is like the latest Pirates of the Caribbean movie. is a bit like Kong Skull Island. It's like yeah. I assumed it that sort happened. of came and went, but actually, yeah, people liked it and it, it made they made a lot of money. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think that like, the only franchises that did well this year were Fast and Furious and the Marvel movies. Marvel.
1: Well, we'll get onto that. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, despite all that, Transformers 6 is coming in 2019 uh, with a Bumblebee spin-off that no one asked for in who 2018. Who
0: is going to watch that in their right frame of mind? People will, though. You know people will. Not enough, though. Not worth it. People are
1: stupid, Tom. Uh, God. So we're halfway through the year. <laughs> God. Uh, July 7th saw the release of Spider-Man Homecoming. Now, we saw that together. Yeah, Thoughts? That's pretty good. I, I liked it. Yeah, I really liked it.
0: I uh, prefer... Well, I only saw bits of Andrew Garfield's era and I preferred mm. it to that. Uh, better than the third Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, obviously.
1: Yeah. But uh, but I want to put this out there. I feel like there's a weird tendency, just in general, to... When a new version of something comes out, to shit on the previous version. Yeah. Whether or not we liked it at the time. Yeah. So when... Uh, original Spider-Man, brilliant. Exactly. So when Daniel Craig came out as Bond. Everyone people hated
0: Piers Brosnan. People suddenly hating on Bronholm
1: yeah. saying oh it's cheesy, it's oh so yeah. lame. Don't know the day was shit, but the rest of it was good. Bronholm was great. Yeah. You loved Bronholm. Oh, yeah. Don't, and it's like they're pretending now they yeah. didn't. They're, they're too cool for Piers yeah. Brosnan. Yeah. You're not brave. too cool for Piers Brosnan. He was Daniel Craig is good too, mm. but in his own way. And it's the same thing now where Spider-Man Homecoming was great. Mm. Tom Holland, very good. But now people are sort of like looking a bit, you know, at, yeah. at the Tobey Maguire movies and dissing them. Those are good movies. Well, the third ones. I we mean are. not not Spider-Man 3, obviously yeah. obviously Spider-Man 3 is terrible. Yeah. But <laughs> Spider-Man 1 and 2 are good movies. Yeah. No, it was a lot of fun and I like
0: how it tied into the MCU. Yeah. Uh, and not yeah. too much. But not too much. Yeah.
2: You're the Spider-Man from YouTube. I'm not You were on the
0: ceiling. What was it? Ned, what are you doing in my room? You're mailing me and you said we're gonna finish a Death Star! She doesn't know!
1: Nobody knows! Well, I mean, Mr Stark knows because he made my suit, but that's it! Was well, Tony Stark made you that? Are you an Avenger? Yeah, basically. Uh, July 14th, saw the release of War for the Planet of the Apes.
0: Oh yeah, a- Apparently
1: God. the best of the Apes films since the 1968 original.
0: Again! i said this so many times in the episode that we did a Planet of the Apes, I'm just surprised. That there's enough demand and love for it because there is. It does really well people every time. People it. But there, again, are, there have been, there have been, like Hong ca- Kong Skull Island. I'm just surprised there's enough people that went and saw it. People
1: love Monkey Movie, mate. Yeah. There have been calls for Andy Serkis to get an Oscar nomination for his motion capture role as the intelligent ape Caesar. Yeah. People bloody love sure those Monkey I'm just, I'm
0: just surprised. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, we're going to talk about Doctor Who again. So brace yourself. What now? What now? what do you think happened oh the big news the, the big, big news the big, big, big news J- July 14th a BBC1 <laughs> trailer revealed that the identity of the actor playing the 13th Doctor uh, in Doctor Who would be announced on the channel obviously naturally uh, following the 2017 Wimbledon men's yeah, I mean, singles final on, it, on July 16th. If you're going to announce Doctor Who news, you're yeah. going
0: to do it in the middle of a sporting event.
1: Well, I, well, this is the second time they've done that yeah, because they they they, the they cup they, final, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the FA Cup final yeah. uh, the year before, and they they played a little trail for the new companion. Yeah. Now, if you were to draw a Venn diagram <laughs> of Doctor Who fans yeah. and football fans, it'll be you. It's me waving. Yeah. You know the little the, you, <laughs> know, the, you, know, the, you know the little bit with the two circles. Uh, me, I'm there going. Uh,
0: Hello! Yeah. It's just
1: me. It's yeah. I'm pretty sure it's just me. Yeah, it's
0: very strange. So I'm, I'm happy with it. I'm mm. like,
1: I'll watch the FA Cup final. Oh great, Doctor Who. But even this time around, you
0: don't like tennis that much.
1: No, I'm not a big fan of tennis. So it's like, even it's I'm out to, of this.
0: Is, is it trying to attract me? Is that what they are trying to Maybe. Do? They're like,
1: like, oh, Tom Bikes mumbling, Let's yeah. get him involved. Really weird. So anyway, on July uh, 16th, two days later, Jodie Whitaker yeah. was announced as the 13th Doctor and the first woman uh, to play the role. Uh, the trailer... Revealing the identity of the new Doctor Was watched by 4.6 million viewers uh, The announcement that a woman <laughs> Again, I'm, I'm reading this But I like this word. The announcement that a woman will take up the role Is broadly welcomed <laughs> uh, The news is greeted with a mixed reception From two actors who previously portrayed the role uh, Peter Davison ah, Yeah, He said he, feel, he felt a bit sad That the character may no longer be a role model for boys uh, uh, His comments were dismissed as rubbish By his successor Colin Baker Oh, PD mate he got yeah. he got run off
0: Twitter I know what he was trying to say but he's he's wrong do you know what I mean it's like yeah. I, get, I get it but, but no. we've had enough Peter, no. we've had quite enough uh, role models mm. over the years for me it was
1: just a, sh- a surprise that it was her just because she wasn't really touted as, a, as an option it was a classic thing though of because uh, as we Discussed. It was Chris Marshall Chris Marshall It's going to yeah. be Chris Marshall Surely it's but going to be Chris all Marshall all the lady options It was people like Phoebe Waller-Bridge And all these kind of people Phoebe Waller-Bridge Jodie Whittaker Was never one of the options Until classic This happened with Matt Smith as well Like two days before She suddenly oh, really? popped up But uh-huh. when it was Matt Smith It was hilarious Because I remember There was like a news report And it was like Yes, the actors rumoured to play the 11th Doctor are Patterson Joseph, yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch and some bloke we've never heard of called Matt Smith. <laughs> yeah. It's probably him. It's, it's Whereas him. with Jodie Whittaker, because she'd worked with yeah. the new showrunner Chris Chibnall on Broadchurch, yeah. it was like, oh, they're just picking her out random. Turns yeah. out it was her and we've got a little clip here where she uh, talks about the role.
0: I hope, you know, my gender isn't a fearful thing for the fans because it, it's... Because in this world, particularly, the, there aren't rules, and it's,
1: that's a great thing, you know. So hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> yeah, everyone's excited, as excited as I am. On to August, August the 5th, saw the release of uh, The Dark Tower, the long-awaited oh, adaptation, tenway, the long-awaited adaptation oh. of Stephen King's novel series. Who cares? Again, it didn't, I mean, it didn't make a lot of money, but it didn't flop at the box office. It made 111 million against a that's production not... budget of £60 million, Yeah, though. but it's still a flop, though, it? in yeah. the grand kind of scheme of things. Like, this well, is something that's been touted for fucking ever. Well, this is my favourite, though. It was not a critical hit. <laughs> uh, critics called it a dull disappointment without any set audience, incomprehensible to newbies, and wildly unfaithful and simplistic <laughs> for fans of King's books. I mean, this is something where Idris needs
0: a big hit. Idris does. And he hasn't had it in America. I, mean, I know he's in Thor, but no one...
1: He, he's, he's coasting. As Idris Elba at the moment. He's yeah, really <laughs> yeah like that's so true. Id- Idris Elba is like pure charisma, yeah. and it's like, why can't they find the right vehicle I for know. Idris Elba? And they almost derailed the McConaughey. This film didn't it? Like
0: Matthew McConaughey, like it. I feel like the might be over. I think it is controversial yeah. statement. But I mean, was what was the
1: last good stuff? Interstellar? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, a cool while ago now. Hasn't hit in a while. No. Nah. No. Nah. Um, but uh, a month later, uh, in September. It would sort of res- mm. restore the reputation of Stephen King adaptations. Right, movie.
0: People seem to get really behind It, as it were, um, right after it got announced. I think it was, Not only as a cult factor, but then mm. I think it just looked good and had the Stranger Things quality to it. Yeah. Like just I wonder like if it would
1: have done so well if Stranger Things had hadn't been been. already brought, brought back that kind of, like, 80s... Yeah, no, not cringe. only is
0: Finn Wolfhard in it, and yeah. he's
1: got a weird fan base
0: already, even though he's, like, nine. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, it has, it has very much the Stranger Things-esque-ness. And apparently, they the guys who were making it were making this totally independently. They had no idea what Stranger Things was whilst they were right. making it. And it was just coincidence that Wolfhard was in it and all that kind of stuff. Really? And so when it, when it came to like promoting it, everyone thought... Oh, <laughs> when it came to promoting yeah, it, it. People were like, oh, you're just copying Stranger Things. Like, no, no, we were doing this we at the same time. A, we uh, didn't know well, it was happening.
1: If anything, doing it first. But it's weird how... Stranger Things is influenced by yeah. so many movies like you know, the Goonies and so yeah. on, but also the original It. Yeah. And now the yeah. new It is kind of feeding yeah. off of Stranger Things. No, it is really good. It is really good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> My grandfather thinks this town is cursed. He says that all the bad things that happen in this town are because of one thing, an evil thing that feeds off the people of Dairy. But it can't be one thing. We all saw something different. Maybe. Or maybe it knows what scares us most, and that's what we see.
1: I, I, I saw a leper. He, he was like a walking infection. But you didn't.
2: Because it isn't real. None of this is.
0: None of this makes any sense. They're all like bad dreams. I don't think so. I know the difference between a, a bad dream and real life, okay? We're all afraid of something.
1: Got that right. Hi, Rich. What are you afraid of? Clones. Uh, August the 18th saw the arrival of the Defenders on Netflix. An eight-part miniseries that fused Defenders. 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 (laughs) An eight-part miniseries that fused Daredevil with Jessica Jones and with Luke Cage, and somehow managed to be not as good as any of them. Uh Uh, the big problem with it was it was it was too tied into weirdly, they were like. What's the, what's the one series of, of, of those four shows that everyone hated? Iron Fist. Should we basically make this a sequel to Iron no. Fist? Yeah. No. why'd they
0: do that? Should we,
1: should we make the whole plot revolve around the character oh. of Danny Rand and, and make all the other characters kind of dance around That's him? That's so and, uh, weird. Yeah. Well, they, they they made Defenders straight after Iron Fist. Yeah. So there was no way they could have known that people would hate Iron Fist except by watching Iron Fist and realising <laughs> that it was fucking terrible. You could, <laughs> cut, cut it on that. They should have just waited a bit of time mm. and, and gauge its reaction and then do it. Don't just presume again. It's presumptuous well, again. It's not it, being presumptuous. Yeah. Please. Do you know what? that is? You know how they have like um, Oxford Dictionary word of the yeah. year, the word for of, of 2017. Two geeks word of 2017. Presumptuous. Yeah. <laughs> Are you googling it now to make sure it's not a real word? It, 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 it is a word. Presumptuous. It is a word. Presumptuous. Yeah. Not, presu- not presumptuous. It's the same thing. Presumptuous. presumptuous. No one says presumptuous. It's, it's I too hard. do. <laughs> Everyone does, apart from it's you. Too hard. Presumptuous is the drunk man's presumptuous. Fair enough. On September yeah. ninth, month of the year, uh, September saw so the arrival of the Orville on September tenth. Yeah. A Star Trek pastiche that, if nothing else, gave us a definitive answer to the question: Will Hollywood ever put a stop to Seth MacFarlane? The answer is no The trailers made it look so funny And so awesome and then Do you know what just, they did? They put
0: all the jokes in the trailer uh, And then it turned out to be Some sort of weird I think it, Far too serious
1: thing Apparently apparently it's not bad No but it's, it's not just, what They made out like it It's was. just not a comedy it's, no. it's just Seth MacFarlane went Okay so here's my pitch What if Star Trek But me It's like <laughs> hey, You're you like Star Trek right? You're like Shatner? Imagine Just take Shatner out put me in. That's a very good impression. Me, Me, Seth MacFarlane, put yeah. me in. And yeah. it's like, it's literally just Star Trek with Seth MacFarlane. It's so boring, so boring. And it's been renewed though, isn't it? It's coming back. It's coming like back. People love it. People love uh, the automobile. Uh,
0: what is it? A small ship entering range, Captain. If it continues on its present course, it will encounter the anomaly.
2: Put it on the viewer. Ugh, Horbalak smugglers. Hate those guys. Alara, hail them. You're on, sir. Unidentified vessel. This is the USS Orville. Please respond. What do you want? Your course is about to take you directly into the path of a spatial anomaly we've discovered. We recommend you change your heading immediately. Garage Kaluga.
1: Anybody speak Horbalak? The direct translation is you can shove it up your... Okay, got it. got it. So I feel like this is the one show the way we have to veer from laughing to very serious matters. (laughs) Um, But September 15th did sadly see the loss of uh, Harry Dean Stanton, Mm. age 91.
0: He was a lot older than I thought he was.
1: Yeah, well, this is incredible. He racked up 200 screen credits Mm. over a career that spanned more than six decades uh, with notable cult roles in uh, Alien, Escape from New York, Twin Peaks, The Avengers, but of course, so many movies.
0: You forgot The Last Stand, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah. Maybe intentionally. His weird sort of combat movie after being a governor for ages. Yeah, you know? the governor. Yeah, him, Johnny Knoxville, and Paolo of Lost. That film.
1: <laughs> that film was not as good as I wanted it to be. I. Um, I love that film. Really? really? Yeah. I sat that. I sat down with because uh, I. I know you. You have. Different feelings. I loved the Expendables, in particular yeah. for the first one. Yeah. It was it was literally everything I wanted it to be. It was so fucking ludicrous and brilliant, and they fight Eric Roberts, yeah. and it's brilliant. And then I was like, yes, the classic. Because we went through a period of again, this is a, this is a diversion. It's probably going to get cut, but <laughs> this episode's overrunning as it is. But we went through a period of obviously the eighties. You had loads of great action movies, and yet you, you know, and they were proper old yeah. school action movies. And then in the sort of early noughties it was all. Jason Bourne, and it was all these mm. kind of like, they were good, good in their own way, but they were these intellect, and po- very po-faced, and very like intellectual, they were more mm. like thrillers, you didn't have these kind of balls to the and wall, and then Bond got like that as well. And then Bond went like that as well, I wanted these balls to the wall action movies, and so when Expendables came, mm. b- came, back I was like, this is a throwback, I love this, and then I was like, yes, Arnie's back, Stallone's back, and what I'm saying is, I watched me and my friends did a double bill of The Last Stand, <laughs> and... And and the last stand was okay, but then there was this film called Bullet to the Head, I know. and it's called right. It's it's. Star- it looked awesome. The star is Stallone. Yeah, he teams up with Han from the Fast yeah. and Furious movies and fights Jason Momoa, no. and it's called Bullet to the Head, no. which I cannot say without punching the air with no. every word. Boring, terrible movie. So boring. Stallone and Han fight Jason Momoa, Bullet to the Head. Not as bad as Escape Plan. Do you remember? And then and then and then and then you and me and we then sat was like, down. We were like we're, like, we're like right, so good. Arnie. Teams yeah. up with Stallone. Yeah. It's basically Prison Break, yeah. which we love, but but with Arnie but Stallone I fighting Jim Caviezel and Vinny Jones. I can't remember what happened. I think we we might have fallen asleep.
0: No, it got to like an hour hour and a bit in. I yeah. remember us just sort of looking at our phones, yeah. sort of talking about what yeah. we're gonna do next day. We just we're not bothered. No. It's like I remember sitting again. What are we doing? Yeah. And then aren't they making a second?
1: Has <laughs> that already come out? <laughs> no, 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 no. Escape Plan, which had looking at it, actually a great cast. Uh... Stallone, Arnie, Jim Caviezel, Fiddy Scent, <laughs> Vinnie Jones, Vincent D'Onofrio, and Amy Ryan. A great good. cast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it came out in 2013 to, you know, minimal yeah. reaction from anyone. But weirdly, it's getting not one, but two Why? sequels. Two sequels. Um, Fiddy's back. Stallone's back. Dave Bautista is sort of the Arnie replacement. But they're making yet yeah, a third movie as well. And you're talking to people who enjoyed um, Rise of the Foot Soldier 3. Loved it. Um, We had a great time. Yeah, I don't want an escape plan 2. No. Maybe, maybe it'll be better. Maybe it'll be like, they know they fucked up on the first one and they'll, you know, because we also love, you know, go back and listen to the episode if you don't believe yeah. us. We love freaky franchises. Yeah. We love franchises that aren't big blockbuster franchises yeah. like Rise of the Foot Soldier. Yeah. They're just weird little franchises that yeah. have like six movies and it's like, how did that happen? Yeah. But And so maybe Escape Plan is one of those. Maybe it will turn out to be a little a little delight. But based on that first movie... Can I just say that Rise of the Foot Soldier 3 <laughs> it is diabolical, but one of the most fun
0: films I've seen all year. Yeah. Underrated.
1: Yeah. If we thought we could get away with it, if we thought anyone would listen, we would do... An entire episode d- dedicated to the Craig Fairbrass sort of cinematic universe, b- the, the the British cinema oeuvre of yeah. Craig Fairbrass. Yeah, but but no one would listen. I think, I think no we'll, one would download that. We'll episode. record
0: a conversation we have about it one day, and and just have it on our own iPods. Yeah, we won't release it. It will just be our own little special thing.
1: Yeah, just for us, just for us. Uh, September twenty fourth, Star Trek, Star Trek was back with uh, oh god, yeah. Star Trek Discovery launching on CBS All Access. Uh, and Netflix in the UK, uh, uh, it's all right. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what it is? Because uh, I'm not like neither of us are the world's biggest Star Trek fans. But you know, if, if there's a good Star Trek movie, we'll we'll check it out. Yeah. Um, it's it's a good sci-fi show. It's yeah. very it's very heavily influenced by like Game of Thrones and that kind of thing. It's, it's trying to be dark and, and, and miserable, and it's a good sci-fi show. The cast are great. The writing's decent. It looks great. I don't know if it's a good Star Trek show. That's what. Better that's than what. Enterprise? Do you, know, do you know what my guilty pleasure is, though? What? The theme tune to Enterprise. <laughs> uh, uh, faith of the Heart yeah. by Russell Watson. Uh, oh, God, I forgot how did that. I've got faith of, all of
0: the heart. All Nothing's right. gonna
1: bend or break It's like it. if,
0: if the new Star Trek series had Alfie Bowen and Michael Ball <laughs> team up for the, for the theme tune.
1: Don't pretend you wouldn't love that.
0: Do you know what want not happen? What? So I'd love it if Michael Ball, eh? Mm. So, sort of similar style to Alfie and
1: Ball, teamed mm. up trio mm. buble bull bow buble ball and bow yeah <laughs> mums would love that i mean mum mums across bow the country and bull are already <laughs> killing it in their christmas charts they really are need is. oh Bublé. my god throw buble in there i Bu- mean ball and bow boy
0: yeah i mean that is gonna
1: that would that would go nuts yeah and <laughs> <laughs> uh, russell watson's at the side going
0: guys can i come in no uh, sorry no, no. no <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, I completely forgot that was what we were talking about. Yes, <laughs> I love the theme to Enterprise. And, and yeah, <laughs> October 6th uh, saw the release of Blade Runner 2049. Have you seen it? I've not seen no, it. No, I've not seen it. You hate Blade Runner, don't you? The original. Why are, are you exposing that now? You do,
0: though. You've said it in a past episode. you like,
1: I? Yeah. I don't hate it. It's overrated. I, just, I, do, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I watch Blade Runner and I'm like... Sorry, a bit slow. I, I, I know, I know, it's bad. I, I preferred the video
0: game to the actual film. What's the video game. Oh, I think I mentioned it in the point-and-click adventure episode. Um, it's like a, it's nothing to do with the. F- it's in the same like universe as the film, but yeah. it's it's different and it's yeah. it's great. I I, w- I really want to see this. Yeah. But I need to reacquaint myself with the original film. Right.
1: So this is the thing. So it didn't do. It was a sequel to the 1982 film, released 25 years later. Didn't do huge numbers at the box office. And I would argue, having not seen it, sorry, but I would argue that's because you had to be so deeply rooted in the original's kind of yeah. mythology to, to, to get yeah. it. So it's like, 35 years later, mate. Yeah. Pe- o- only like the Blade Runner Hardcore are going to go see this movie. Well, and that's why it didn't do that well.
0: It got exactly, good reviews, exactly.
1: but it, it did not do that well. It did get good reviews. Yeah. The critics were pretty effusive <laughs> yeah. about Blade Runner 2049. I seriously, at one point... And, I, you know, I'm, I'm all unplugged into the, the, you know, what's going on with, with geekdom, and I, yeah. I want to chat about all of it. I had to, you know, you can mute things on Twitter. Yeah, I to. muted Blade Runner 2049, because yeah. I was sick of hearing people talk about it. The critics called it visually stunning, a mesmerizing mind bender, <laughs> a visual feast, and... A narcotic spectacle of eerie and pitiless vastness By turns satirical, tragic and romantic Make love to me Blade Runner 2049, please It's not that good I I know I've not seen it, but how good can it be? Like, people were acting like it was not just the greatest film ever made But like, the greatest work of art It's like, what? Mona Lisa? Fuck off Blade Runner 49? Hang out in the fucking Louvre I feel like with uh, films nowadays that
0: we should go and see a film, and mm. then be in like a review quarantine for like ten years. <laughs> then, then you can review it because at the time yeah. everyone's like, "Oh my god, Dark Knight, is the best film I've ever made." Yeah, highly enjoyable movie, really good fun, great film, good I'm film, enjoy it. It's not the third best movie of all time, as IMDb will
1: make it seem. Well, the and, well, this is this is the problem with all lists and polls. Is and I I, I always pick on this particular example, and I apologise. Because you're a big Robbie Williams fan, <laughs> but, but then again, you've shat all over Doctor Who during this. So fuck you. Uh, it was. Uh, it was always the case that there would be like list of like the the greatest no, songs. The, it would be like the greatest songs of all time. No, it was. It and, was. It
0: was 1999. It was Music of the Millennium. Right on BBC. I think. it was. Yeah. And it was a big deal at the time. Lots yeah. of people voting for it and Robbie Williams probably at the height of his powers, yeah. and like he was, <laughs> Angels was voted like the best song ever made, yeah. and, and Robbie himself was like up there with the Beatles and Elvis and all this, yeah. and it was just ludicrous, it, even he himself would have gone, guys, this is... Angels is not the greatest yeah. song of it's all not. time. It... I love Robbie Williams, it's like yeah. not even my top 20 Robbie songs of all time. Exactly, so, yeah. and the point my point, I'm making is,
1: whenever you do... I can't even talk about Robbie Williams on... <laughs> Won't make the final cut. Nah. If it does, I'll be surprised. If when when the, my point is, when you uh, what is my point? My point is, when you do a list, it's always going to be yeah. what's actually yeah. the greatest of all yeah. time because time, as you say, time has passed yeah, and we've not, got we've got perspective on it. Yeah. And then it'll be whatever came out in the last now, five my, years. My
0: rule is, whenever you do these greatest lists, yeah. you're not allowed to do the last ten years. You're not allowed. Right. Because it hasn't... You, got, don't, have, you uh, don't have enough perspective. It hasn't, hasn't got enough legacy. Yet. No. And that's what I like about uh, doing the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in America. Yeah, you have to wait. It's always like... It's like 25 years. Yeah. since no, your stripes. You, you, yeah, you have to release the, your first thing 25 years ago yeah. or more. Then you can be considered for the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Fair
1: enough. Now this... This is baffling. So apparently... It, October 20th saw the release of Leatherface... What? A Texas Chainsaw Massacre prequel starring EastEnders veteran what? Sam Strike in the title role. Now I remember. Oh, do you remember when this knows. was announced?
0: When did this come out? Like
1: October this year. No, you,
0: mm, I don't think this is a real film. <laughs> well, at least it's not official canon. It can't <laughs> no, be.
1: it is, but like, but like, I do not remember this no. film coming out. Did it come out in the UK even? I don't remember. I, I don't remember this film coming what out. but was called there, Leatherface. But, yeah, but
0: there was no buzz about it in US mm. at all, even. I think this is a low budget, like, accidental, like I don't know. Accidental. They didn't even mean <laughs> right to make to, like, it a complete fluke and- uh,
1: November the third, uh, saw the release of Thor Ragnarok. Uh, we have nothing to say about Thor Ragnarok no. because As of recording. Yeah.
0: We're seeing it in a couple of weeks. We are seeing it in a couple of weeks. It's pretty so, it's
1: pretty poor. Yeah. It's pretty poor. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> November seventeenth, saw the release of uh, The Punisher. Now I am I'm four eps into this mm-hmm. uh, as 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 we as we speak as we record because do you know what that's the normal pace for which people watch television <laughs> I saw uh, Punisher came out on November seventeenth yeah. which which was a Friday yeah bear in mind when most people are at work I know I was uh, the morning of November nineteenth the Sunday uh, Marvel tweeted. Watched all the Punisher yet? No! No, no I haven't! Child, fuck's sake. I hate, I hate this binge watch culture. <laughs> so presumptuous, isn't it? It's so presumptuous that I would have watched all of the Punisher by that point. It's like, <laughs> the only way most people could have done that is to have spent... Done nothing else. 13 hours. Yeah. Like, get up, watch the Punisher all day, and it's like, no, I haven't binged it. No, yeah. Don't make me feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hurt. So that's my hot take on the Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no it, it is good um john bernthal reprises his his earlier role from uh, daredevil and the vigilante frank castle uh the critical consensus uh says a rocky start can't keep the punisher from pushing the boundaries of marvel's tv universe with a fresh take on the comics derived action thriller. Cool. the punisher is good uh less good uh is uh, also came out on the same day actually november oh, 17th oh here we go justice league uh yeah. You've not seen it because apparently you've not been to the cinema no, this year. I which, haven't. Apparently, which apparently which yeah. hampers this this episode slightly. Yeah. I have seen Justice League,
0: although I, I did go and see a, a, a showing of um, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels of all things. So I've seen that at cinema this year. Brilliant.
1: But I haven't seen. Uh, yeah, Justice is it is the pulse, yeah. here's your finger. Far from the pulse, jam straight up your ass. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I saw Murder on the Orient Express why what, what are you what are you know, the other day me and Tom were sat on the tube this is a true story we were sat on the um, tube and we walked by and there was a poster for um, Daddy's Home 2 yeah. and you were saying it costs so much to goes to the cinema it cost why like you, 15 pounds of all the films to see why yeah. don't you go see Daddy's Home 2 yeah. you have not seen any of the important nah, movies of the year Nah. no yeah. <laughs> got no excuse got, no, got nothing that was murder on the Express, alright yeah it was pathetic, fine yeah, yeah. enjoyable I'm uh, oh, yeah. not going talking about that we're talking about Justice League right. which I have seen yeah it's uh, it's not a good movie. It's certainly not a good it's movie. It's a film, isn't it. But do, do you know what it is? It is trying. It's it's like but it's too late. Sorry, you've
0: you've missed it. You've missed Yeah, the... but
1: they are trying. Nah, it's it's like nah, it's <laughs> nah. you are
0: ruthless. My whole opinion on this is nah. next next,
1: next I'm going to go see Murder on the Orient Express, mate.
0: Honestly, you'll have a much better time. <laughs> Guaranteed. I have a better time than watching Daddy's Home 2. <laughs>
1: no, no, that no, that's too far. That okay. is too far. Is too I far. don't care. I don't care. I don't care. But right, 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 right. You have to respect that they're trying. They are trying. Whether or not, whether or not it can salvage the franchise, they're trying no, you can have a go at them. If they if if they're gonna make Justice League, yeah. if they I am defending it more now. If they're gonna make Justice League, mm. they might as well at least try. Yeah, but it's Zack Snyder in it. Zack Snyder,
0: I just feel like he's the wrong man for the and it's too late now, He you fucked it. <laughs>
1: You felt it, right? So my the thing is with Justice League, it's it's a bit. It. It's shit. No, it's it's not
0: great, but it does. It's just so rushed. The whole thing is so rushed. They're like t- they've been trying to catch up so desperately with Marvel that they've gone, uh, let's do a Justice League movie and then introduce Cyborg and introduce Ackerman all at once. Uh, it's really shit.
1: And. Unfortunately, Zack Snyder couldn't finish the movie. No. So Joss Whedon had to come in and finish the movie. Yeah. And the end result of that is it's just a like Frankenstein's Monster Horror movie. It's a hodgepodge. It's it's neither a Zack Snyder movie, which isn't you know, not necessarily a good thing. No, I but to. but it would at least be its own thing. Yeah. And a and a Joss Whedon Justice League movie would be its own thing. The movie we've got is a bit of both and yeah. it's not really gonna please anyone uh it's but but having said that like is it better than batman versus superman yes okay. and that's key i i, I like i it, it was fine like i you just have to i feel like you have to respect it for trying a little bit because <laughs> because you can't be you can't be saying like yeah. oh batman versus superman is joyless and there's no jokes they, had, they tried to have jokes. Yeah. They weren't funny jokes, but they, they tried.
0: <laughs> Is it still that miserable colour?
1: No, that's that at the least thing. They tried that. It, we we said, oh, it looks dull. They've, they've turned up the, 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 the colour. The hue. Yeah, the hue. It, <laughs> it, it, it's it's a, of a brighter hue. Okay. So, I, like, it's not great, but I feel like we can't sit here and criticise, all just the, make speak. all those criticisms, and then, and then they did try. They I tried to I respond just to it. I feel like
0: we're living in a world now where a Justice League film came mm. out. With Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman all in the same place, and it was meh. We're living in that world now where that's happened, mm. and in my opinion, if that's happened, you're not allowed to do an Aquaman and Cyborg movie. Well, sorry, I think they should not pack- allowed. They should pack it in. It should end now. Yeah. You tried, you failed. <laughs> Bye. Do you know what I mean? Carry on, Wonder Woman, as a separate franchise if you want, because that was all right. Yeah. But no, he failed it.
1: Sorry. You didn't even go and see it, so no, clearly but, they failed.
0: Yeah. Bye. By Felicia, as Ru- they say. Ruthless. I, just, I, I don't know. How many of you are there? Not enough. I just feel like you know, like with the Amazing Spider-Man series, mm. they tried two films. Mm. It did actually quite well at the box office. Mm. You're right, but because the consensus was meh, they were like, ah, oh, fuck it, just cancel it. It's embarrassing to cancel it, but we're going to cancel it nonetheless. And I feel like that's what they should do with this. Yeah, I think I I try again in two or three years. But I w- now, I
1: wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if they do. Yeah.
0: Who's going to see Cyborg? Who's going to see Aquaman? Yeah, it will do moderately okay, but if Justice League did, eh.
1: But you know, like, you know, like when, like, if, like, there's a kid and he goes to school and he's not a great looking kid, he's a nerd, <laughs> so he's a nerd, yeah. And then he and he looks awful. If that kid came to your school, yeah, and he like got some decent clothes and a haircut, you'd be like, at least he's trying, yeah. And that's my final word on Justice League. It's yeah, like. Yeah. It, it's still it's still a mess, yeah. but at least it's trying. But also, yeah, don't make any more. Nah, leave it now. He tried. It. Leave it. Fair dues. You yeah. gave it a good shot. Yeah, you fucked it, but you gave it a
0: good shot, and uh, <sighs> let someone else try it in like five years' time. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, November twenty first, and this is a bit of a of a weird one, a bit of a another bit of a bodger. Um, <laughs> November twenty first saw the passing of the actor Rodney Bewes. Uh, best known for playing Bob Ferris in the BBC sitcom The Likely Lads yeah. And its sequel, Whatever Happened to The Likely Lads <laughs> uh, Both yeah. both favourites of ours yeah.
0: We spent many a time when we lived together Just eating crap food Just mm. watching The Likely Lads And just pretending we were Bob and Terry
1: mm. What well, I, I like to think of us as The Likely Lads of geek Podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh,
0: Just moaning about the past But it was
1: all better back then Even though we weren't even there um, you just summed up the Two Geeks, Two Beers podcast. Yeah. Uh, but also, I feel like we're, we're justified in putting yeah. a tribute to Rodney in here. Not only for those reasons we just stated, but also because... He was in Doctor Who. He was in Doctor Who yeah. in uh, 1984's Resurrection of the Daleks. I mean, not what not its finest hour. Played the character of Stein. He delivers one of the greatest lines in Doctor Who of all time. It's up there with... No, not the mind probe. <laughs> he, he delivers the line... I can't stand the confusion in my mind. I mean, oh. But no one's gonna be able to give that line. Lawrence Olivier could not deliver no. I can't stand the confusion in my mind. <laughs> so cheers to Rodney Bears. Yeah. Cheers, Roger. I can't stand the confusion in my mind. <laughs> now onto the final month of the year, December, and Yeah Yeah, you have caught us. We have pre-recorded this episode because you know it's not actually December yet, is it? No, it's this late. It's, it's late November. Yeah. Christmas is a busy time, yeah. but we, you know we set some time aside to pre-record a couple of episodes for yeah. you. So be grateful yeah. if anything. I mean, come on, get off our backs. Yeah, shut up. The point is, it's not December yet. December hasn't happened. Uh, coming in December, uh, on December fifteenth, the Last Jedi and. All those box office numbers what's we talked about numbers, earlier, it's like, yeah. what's the second biggest hit yeah, of the year? Yeah. The, th- the, the Last Jedi will blow them all well, out of the water. I think it's going to fall out of the top ten, let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. 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 What do you reckon? No, like, number number? Nah, number one, they can't do it in time, surely? No, it,
0: well, it depends how you do it, because Wikipedia always does it of the top ten films that were released in that year. So, eventually, Star Wars will have been...
1: You think it'll be the top grossing film of the year? It won't you? be
0: of the calendar year, do no. you know what I mean? Yeah. But it will have been... In terms of films that were released in 2017, you
1: think it will be the highest-grossing yeah. film of 2017? Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Uh, December 20th brings us Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle. Now, before oh, it's we... stupid time to release it. I know, just after it's Star Wars. It's a summer film, though. It's yeah. a summery film. Yeah, and and also it may well be a waste because. I thought you were about to go off on another one of your aunts about my title worry, like what it used to be called. Well, it just used to be called Jumanji, yeah, and bollocks. it's like, it's like nah.
0: Ghostbusters all over again.
1: <laughs> but no, 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 But but this film—I don't think anyone was really looking forward to this movie. Mm. They were like, "Ah, the trailers don't look great," and who, no one really wants a Jumanji where it's mm. a video game. Apparently, it's all right. Yeah. Early reviews have come out. Apparently,
0: it's all right. It's not a, not a Christmassy movie. Release it in the summer. Yeah,
1: agreed. Just so if you're listening, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Push it back. Yeah, don't release it now. Six I know, months. I know it's only a couple of weeks away, but leave it. Push it back by six months. Yeah, um, and then of course, of course, uh, December twenty fifth, Christmas Day, we'll mm. see Peter Capaldi at last. Sounds like I'm like excited for it to happen. I'm not. No, he will leave Doctor Who. So we'll see Jodie Whittaker, yeah, We will see Jodie Whittaker's oh. arrival also on Christmas Day cool. uh, in the special Twice Upon a Time. So that. Is it mm-hmm. that was, I think, the longest two weeks recording yeah, session really of all sorry. time? I'm exhausted, yeah, but yeah, that this is... is
0: this is hopefully you've listened to this when it's like I don't know, it's it's that Chris Crimbo Limbo, as they call it, <laughs> yeah, like between Christmas and New Year, yeah, you've got nothing better to do, you ideally, sitting in your pants with a load of Pringles or whatever, it's Christmas leftovers, just having a great time listening to this sort kind of shit.
1: Ideally, you're drunk. <laughs> Yeah, drunk. That, that'll make it so more, the time more it really quickly yeah. yeah. Also, you've got mate, you've got to cut this down. Like, yeah, yeah there'll be so much of this you'll yeah. never hear. Can we
0: just say that pre-cutting, mm. this is over two hours long.
1: Yeah. Um, you can get it down to ninety minutes. I'll try my best. Yeah. So that that is it though. That is the end of our rundown uh, and the end of two geeks, two beers for twenty seventeen. Mm. Any final thoughts for the year? Um, just wanted to do a shout out mm. to my favorite moment of
0: the year. Favorite moment of like, the year. Viral moment of the year. Yeah. Getting a bit down with the kids now Go on
1: It's uh, Catch him, Derry <laughs> the, the, the The Irish family yeah, yeah. That had a bat Caught in their kitchen Yeah It's it's by far the best
0: thing I've seen all year So I just wanted a quick snippet of that Really,
1: Catch, her, catch him, Derry get, get him now, quick Marie, will you get away from the door? It is sh- it is sheer joy oh,
0: it's so good like, sure You joy. can quote every line from that It's like um, It's making a mockery out of your boy <laughs> it? The dog's pissed himself How would you blame him? I mean it's his audio, so you can't if you've never seen that, it is essentially an Irish family. And that guy doing all the voice there, yeah, he's like, have you seen him? He's like twenty five. He's like best. I thought yeah. he was like in his 60s or something, but no, um it's just an Irish family. Bats a bat has got into their kitchen and they're try- and Derry, his dad, is just trying to get rid of it and get, get him now, quick. Catch him, him Derry! And it's just absolutely lyrics, and every line is quotable, so yeah,
1: that's my highlight of the year. <laughs> Do you know what? That might be the best thing to come out of 2017. Yeah, I think it is. Oh dear. Yeah.
0: Catch him, Derry! Bigger towel, that's it! Get him now, quick! Get him!
1: Oh, fuck it! God, Derry! Oh! Are you? Marie, will you stop looking in the door? Oh! Jeez! Catch him, Derry! Catch him. You're doing great, you're doing great. Just.
0: <laughs> That's his, oh, he nearly got him that time. Nearly. No, he's still flying around the place, quick. No, he's there, he's making a mockery out of you, boy. You get done off this, take off the shot.
1: The dog's pissing. Dad, the dog's after peeing. Oh, for Maureen, you're not help behind the door. Well, yeah, that is it. But uh, join us in the new year for, we're going to give you a little tease now, Ooh. episodes on Predator. Bruce Lee, we're going to do another special episode all about Bruce Lee and his uh, cinematography. <laughs> no? Filmography. There we go. <laughs> and uh, you're going to do one of your favourites. BTTF, Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, so look out for those and much more in 2018. Now, another year has gone by and you've still not subscribed to Two Geeks, Two Beers. What are you you doing? doing? Subscribe, give us a rating, give us a review on iTunes, uh, please. Make it your New Year's resolution. You can also listen to all 36 of our previous episodes, including our recent Christmas special on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and on our website, which is twogeekstwobeers.com. And please head over
0: to our social channels mm. at Two Geeks Cast on all, all of these. Facebook, <laughs> Twitter and Instagram uh, for lots of social goodies. Mm. Do you think we'll
1: join Snapchat in 2018? No, nah. nah, we will never be on Snapchat. Nah. It's a fad, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we will never it's be like on Hulk. Snapchat. <laughs> you can also uh, send us an email. Uh, again, it's podcast at TwoGeeksTwoBeers.com. Uh, send us your own highlights of the year mm. and suggestions for topics you'd like to hear us cover in 2018. Now, to play us out, I've got something a bit special. Mm. We talked about how, you know, Peter Capaldi's... The end of his era. uh, Is the end of his Doctor Who era. He's making his exit on Christmas Day. Did you know that (laughs) Peter Capaldi used to be in a punk band? No. He was in... He was the lead singer and guitarist in a punk rock band called The Dream Boys. No (laughs) relation to the the stripping outfit. That's not a good name for a punk band. (laughs) the opposite of what you want. And the drummer was comedian, actor, and talk show host Craig Ferguson. Oh, amazing. They were a great mates, and they were in a punk band together called The Dream Boys. Here, from The Dream Boys, it's a little bit sort of Buzzcocks-esque. I actually quite like it. This is Outer Limits. Amazing. So... Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Cheers, mate.
2: Cheers. we fancy dress how was I was prepared to cope with all your idiot sympathies And in the cold light of the day Things don't always look the same I'm Hobbies made strange noises in my light Oh, I just had a All along But then they caught her, they questioned me Or oh, if I had to testify, what I used to want
1: November 21st Uh, no I fucked that (laughs) oh my god is this the longest episode of all time
0: we're approaching two hours now
1: fucking
2: hell yeah alright